Now back to the Sunday show with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. Good morning. We're after the break, and uh, this is Women's History Month. Uh, women have been making history all the time, even though sometimes uh, they gave the credit to men, and, and somebody said behind every man, uh, that was always a good woman. So in the meantime, Philip is going to introduce our guest this morning, and I'm going to apologize to our guest because we've had some technical problems that are taking their time, and so let me apologize right up front. Philip, if you'll go ahead and introduce our guest, we'll get along with our history. All right, Sunday Show listeners, we have with us Mrs. Marguerite Wells, as well as Dr. Robin Hickerson. Ladies, I'm going to let you give us a brief info on who you are. Ms. Marguerite Wells, we're going to begin with you. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, where you're going. Good morning. morning. I am Marguerite Gamble-Wells, and I'm from Texarkana, born and raised here. Um... My topic this morning was going to be about the drill team yeah. and the trailblazing of uh, becoming the first national dance drill team director of America, African-American director. Okay. Um, and Mr. Nelson was instrumental in helping this happen for me because he was my principal at the time. Um, I attended school in Texarkana, Arkansas. I graduated high school at the age of 16 and went on to Arkansas AM&E in college. My major was engineering, but when I came back to Texarkana, there was no job for a woman in engineering, nor a black woman in engineering. So then I joined the school district. Uh, at that time, I was, didn't have certification, but then I earned my certification for teaching because they needed math teachers. That was the start. Okay. All right. All right, Dr. Hickerson, so give our listeners who may not know you or whose kids didn't go to school in TASD, tell our, tell our listeners who you are. Well, thank you for having me. I'm always excited to join the Sunday morning radio show. Yeah. I am a lifelong resident of Texarkana, Arkansas, a proud graduate of Arkansas High, mm-hmm. 1983. Yeah. Um, I like to say I got some of my early leadership training from my high school principal, who happens to be <laughs> Mr. Donald Nelson. Okay. Um, right. We had some good times growing up, and... Um, I attended college here in town first at Texarkana College, then what was at that time East Texas State University, which eventually um, became Texas A&M, Texarkana. All three of my degrees are from that institution, so I'm, of course, very thankful for local opportunities. I started my teaching career in Texarkana, Texas, independent school district. I taught there for six years before moving to Arkansas. This is my 26th year in the Texarkana, Arkansas school district. And um, I have, um, I started out as an instructional supervisor and then I moved into assistant principal, eventually middle school principal, high school principal. 
and now assistant superintendent. And um, like Miss Wells, Mr. Nelson has been very much a part of my journey from the beginning and has been a mentor to me along the way. And I'm excited to be here and talk with you this morning. All right. Uh, Dr. Hickerson, you were the first female uh, principal at the high school uh, at a time when we thought that position was actually just for men, but you proved that it could be actually uh, taken over and very um, excellently handled. Uh, you were very effective as well as efficient. So talk, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. You being uh, a female, you coming out on the scene, they had never had a female uh, principal at that time. Let's talk about your experience in that type of, in, in, in that reference. I think I'll start with the fact that what I think mostly helped me besides having um, wonderful mentors in um, my former boss, my first boss as a teacher, uh, Mr. George Moore, okay. um, gave me some great advice. And along with Marv Register and Russell Sapal, who had served in that position. Right. And of course, you, Mr. Nelson. And, you know, one thing that really helped me was that I had been the middle school principal. Uh, for five years, and so students yeah. at the high school, I had had them before. Sure. And so I knew them by name, and, I, you know, that helped me um, hit the ground running as far as relationships. The only kids I hadn't had were the seniors. Sure. And um, so that was good. I already had a lot of support from the parents and the kids, and I mostly just get to know the staff, and um, I remember going to some AAA meetings. That's the athletic association yeah. with, uh, at that time, Philip Miller and Bill Keppel. Sure. And we would ride to North Little Rock, and I would be the only woman in the room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think back on that, and it really was interesting. Um, and it's interesting now because there are many women sure. in the room. Yeah. And so it's changed over the years, and I, I just feel fortunate that people, you know, strong women in leadership paved the way for people like me to, to be successful sure. um, at the high school. Okay. Uh, Ms. Wells? Uh, yes? I remember when we organized the drill team, the high steppers, it's pretty much, uh, most of the schools had high steppers. Uh, I got in trouble with uh, one of my childhood uh, homies um, because he was the band director. And, and he said, what are you doing to me? You know, uh, you're taking all the girls that I wanted to pick for my majorettes. And I said, well, you've had the band before. You, you, you know, you have a chance to have uh, the first share. And he says, oh, man, please don't do me like that. And what he didn't understand that I was being done because uh, that was a lot of pressure on me as a principal because all the other high, all the other high schools, they had steppers. And so uh, parents wanted to know, kids wanted to know, uh, Donald Trump wanted to know, a lot of people wanted to know, why don't you have steppers <laughs> at the high school? We had to have them. So in the meantime, I will say that it was 
uh, a sort of a shock for many people uh, because they never dreamed that we would have an African-American sponsor. So let's talk a little bit about that, your experience in being the sponsor of the drill team. Okay. Um, like As you said, African-American sponsor, they were not used to that around here. Yeah. You know, uh, so I had struggles. Yeah. But I went into this not knowing what to expect. Sure. And the uh, drill team director from, well, the high stepper director from Texas High approached me and told me that she had joined the National Drill Team Directors Association. And she asked if I would like to join. I told her yes. And I came to miss to you, Mr. And you supported me in that. You yeah. made it possible. Sure. So the first time I showed up at the National Drill Team Directors of America Association, yeah. I it was awkward because I, there were 286 members there, well, people at this one, was, and uh, I was the only oddball, you know, I mean, there was not another African American in the building, not even the servers were African American. Yes. So I felt kind of awkward, yes. but um, they were very nice. They took mm -hmm. me in, and they were interested in uh, my ideas because I am an African American. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that first year was it was it was something else. You know, I just felt like I was out of place. But you know me, yeah. Mr. Nelson. I don't let anything outdo me. I do what I know is right, know and nobody persuades me to do sure. otherwise. Sure. But um, we became nationally known. We were invited to perform in Ireland sure. to perform at, um, the, on the Bob Hope Show, and sure. we did. Yes. You made it possible for me to load that bus up and get on the highway. Sure. But we didn't go to Ireland because I don't fly. You'd have just been getting that now, uh, uh, Ms. Wells, if you, had, if you hadn't flown. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and during that time, you know, I got a chance to meet the lady who was responsible for drill teams. She started with the Texas Rangers, sure. Gussie Nell Davis, and she's a sweet lady. Sure. And I met a lot of famous people, a lot of influential people, a lot of people out of Hollywood and different places. Uh, you know, this is their life, sure. dancing and teaching dancing. Sure. It was really a good network for me. Sure. But I had struggles. I, I really did. Okay. I, all I had to do was come to you, and you would take care of that. Yes, ma'am. Um, I mean, it, it was one of the best things I've ever done, and I'm very proud of it. It sure. was rewarding. And even today... I'm not active anymore. I still uh, call some of the people I met, and they call me. Good. We keep up with each other. Um, it. Uh, oh yes, and in 2002, I received my 20-year gold pin. Okay. So that was. I mean, you know. Uh, it, it made me feel like I what I did was not in vain. Oh, okay. You know. Mm -hmm. Dr. Hickerson, I want to insert in and ask a question to you here. Um, it's, it's Women's History Month, but I want to talk a little bit about two young ladies, I should say, about their future. And in your 30 years as an educator, you've been at every 
classroom all the way up to administration now. But then there's a perception that in, that exists about teachers' pay and people not wanting to become educators because teachers don't get paid. And, and unfortunately, sometimes teachers um, are a part of this, this narrative that exists about we're not fairly compensated. So talk a little bit. I know as you recruit or as you try to get people into the field, you're aware of this, both sides of it. So talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about to that aspiring person in education about teacher pay, whether that is true, that it's, we don't get what we should get, or there's so many other things that come with it that that part doesn't really matter as much. That is, um, that's a very interesting question and a good question that, that we have talked about you know, over the years, I, I do feel that there has been a bit of a shift in perception. I, I'll say, you know, in the beginning, I think teachers were highly respected as professionals. I think somewhere in the middle, um, there started to be this, you know, feeling among uh, younger people, I don't want to go into teaching because it doesn't pay enough, you know, as you said. And I do feel like it, it's swinging back the other direction um, now because we have so many young people, I, I want to call them kids because a lot of them are my kids that I've taught, wanting to come back to the district and teach and, and serve their community because it's their passion. And for me, it's always been, passion it's always been my calling and I personally have never felt underpaid or underappreciated because I just love to get up and go to work every day but I do recognize that that the compensation is important and that people do have to support their families and we talk a lot about you know looking beyond just the bottom line dollar amount you need to look at your benefits package and your retirement, you know, the, the state of Arkansas in particular has a very healthy retirement system, and um, it has been good to many people who have made this a career. Um, if, you know, when you're younger, if you'll make that a priority, and it's, it's not always a priority, you know, for the, the kids starting out out of college, but... I would encourage all of them to look at the big picture. And, you know, it's just my personal belief system that when you do what you love and you take care of people, and I think, you know, Miss Miss Wells alluded to this also, you know, when you take care of people, everything falls into place. Yes, and um, so I, I would just encourage them to look. And, and, of course, on our side, the business side, we are constantly looking for ways to be more efficient and to, to raise those teacher salaries um, so that we can be competitive and, and go after those top graduates in the area and recruit people, you know, from around the state, from, from both states, really, to, to come here to Texarkana so that we, we can attract and retain, you know, those top-notch educators. Okay. Well, ladies, uh, I know both of you, and both of you are history makers. That, that's without a doubt. You, you're giving me more credit than I deserve. Miss um, <laughs> Wells says, you know, you, you took care of me, but at the time I got her, 
you know, I was stuck like Chuck. I said, I got to have a sponsor. Uh, you know, I got to have a sponsor. And, and what I found out uh, very early is that uh, white students generally uh, actually get attached to white sponsors, African-American kids, mm-hmm. the same. And so I always, it was my practice to have two sponsors. You know, I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. you just have to deal with the facts and, and, and try to have an African-American sponsor and a white sponsor uh, so that we could accommodate uh, both kids. And, you know, there's a myth out there. Oh, we can accommodate. We, we, we can deal with both of them. That's not true. You, you may think you can, but the kids uh, and their parents have uh, another outlook on that situation. So, listen, I, I, I enjoyed you all. I appreciate you. I apologize again for taking your time. Uh, we were here uh, trying to get it going, uh, but you made the show after we got you on the line. And so, again, I'll be getting you back again. Uh, don't y'all go away. You, you, you know I'll be calling on you because I can depend on you. Uh, <laughs> Philip wants to talk a little bit about Ida B. Wells. Uh, Sisters Women History Month, I think Ida B. Wells was one of the black women who were actually on the first NAACP board. And most people don't know that the majority of the people that was on the NAACP board when it started in 1910 was white. You know, they, they, they can't associate whites with the NAACP. Philip, go ahead and tell us a little bit about Ida B. Wells. Philip? Okay. Okay, well, maybe he took off with Ida B. Wells. But in the meantime... Uh, uh, probably a telephone situation. In the meantime, uh, it's it's our time. Uh, we, we have actually taken up uh, the listeners' time. We appreciate the listeners listening at our show. Uh, certainly, uh, hopefully that, that they accepted the fact that I came back. My my voice is not as smooth as Lemoya's, and she's sharp like a Gillette Blue Blade. In the meantime, that's all for this edition of the show, and we hope you enjoyed the show, uh, and we'll tell our friends of you, and you tell uh, your friends about us. Now, on behalf of Lemoya Burks, Donald Nelson, and Philip O'Donnell, and all the great and wonderful people here at Texas Radio, thank you for being our listeners and being kind enough to tune in to our show. Remember, you're listening to KTOY Radio 104.7. That's the station that cares about what? The quality of your life. The soul of the city. In case you want to hear this show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station at 105.9 FM. And the podcast of previous shows is available online at www.ktoy1047.com. We thank you for being our listeners this morning. We'll see you again next Sunday. Be blessed. Pick up the new KTOY 2021 year plan and you could win $1,000. Ask for your planner today at Unclaimed Furniture or Gilliam Hearing Center. Then listen for your chance to call in and identify the featured business to qualify for $1,000 cash. cash. Pay some bills, have some fun, or put it in the bank. I come! From the station with a plan for more winners in 2021. Jam and 104.7 KTOY. 
This year has many people pondering the question, am I prepared for life's unpredictable moments? 2020 definitely offers new proof that things can change in the blink of an eye. Before these random, accidental, or unpredictable moments happen, we are here to help you prepare for them, just as we've always been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. The Sunday Show will return next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have questions, contact Dee Dee Woods, ddwoods56 at AOL.com. The views and opinions expressed during the Sunday Show are not necessarily the views or opinions of Texarkana Radio Center. More of your favorite jams coming up. Coming up now, your greater Texarkana weather on Jam at 104.7 KTOY. Showers and thunderstorms today. 25 mile per hour gusts. High 69. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Low 48. Sunshine tomorrow. 25 mile per hour gust. High 79. And a slight chance for showers and thunderstorms Tuesday. High 77. A bucket list trip to Juneau, Alaska could be yours. Get instantly qualified at locations listed on the Texarkana Radio Center app. 